0: Hi everyone! Hiya! Welcome back to another episode
1: of Business, business Uncensored. Uncensored: the, the good, good, the bad, the and the ugly. ugly.
0: Back again with Team Bevelacqua. That's us. On this lovely, snowy, cold Wednesday. It's absolutely freezing. It is freezing. Like I opened the
1: door like to my flat building today, and it was just snow everywhere. Honestly,
0: like I looked out my window, I was like. <gasps>
1: Snow. I looked out my window because it backs into a courtyard. There was oh, yeah. no snow. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, it's fine. It's just cold. Then I went out of my actual building and there was snow just everywhere. Yeah.
0: yeah. I'm wearing like four layers because it's just so cold. Literally, it is freezing. Speaking of winter, I cannot believe it's nearly 2023. I know.
1: Christmas is like two weeks away. Two
0: weeks away. That's scary. Near enough. It's gone really, really fast. So quick. Like, the snow this morning has made me realise, like, we're like deep into December now. I know. And like... Yeah, Christmas is two weeks away, but New Year's is three weeks away. I
1: know. It has gone very fast. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, I feel like everything has just gone so fast this year. Like, even this past, like, two or three years has just been, like, an absolute blur.
1: Yeah, I don't know where the time has gone. Like, I just...
0: I I swear, I just can't remember anything. I feel like my time management has definitely just completely gone out of the way, Yeah,
1: absolutely. Especially when it's come to, like, this part of the year, I feel like... I'm just thinking about all my friends and family yeah. and just like completely not even thinking about myself. Yeah.
0: And I just think like, I've got work and then I've got my studies and then you've got your social life and oh. you've got personal time. And
1: planning for Christmas. And Christmas, and, Christmas and, New and New Year's and, Year. and
0: yeah. birthdays. and all the whole shebang and it's just it's it's
1: you're juggling many plates many
0: plates yeah particularly for many of our listeners who are business owners Mm -hmm. you know you've got all of your personal responsibilities but then you've got your entire business to think about as well
1: yeah it's almost like it's double the responsibility and i think we forget to think about our own needs during this time yeah and everything just goes out the window it gets flipped on its head i think we just all need to like breathe and bring it all back for the new year
0: yeah I think so I think it's hard anyway but particularly during this time because you've got like the holiday period to think of like are you gonna close your business mm-hmm. are you, are you, you're gonna get everything automated with like um and like start mastering your tech yeah so everything is automated while you're closed if you're closing over Christmas do you have the facilities to be able to do that there's so much to think about during the holiday season that is just kind of added responsibility. Yeah, 100%. Which is really tricky. So like we said, you've got all your personal stuff, you've got all your business stuff, but so, what are we gonna talk about this week, Chris, in relation to?
1: Well, like we said, we've got all like the personal side and the business side, and we thought we'd just give you a few tips on some time management skills. Yes. So we can bring it all back into focus, ready for the new year to start, with a fresh new pair of eyes, and a fresh new aspect on our business, and just, yeah, just refocusing and managing our time a lot better.
0: Yeah, I think it's been a tough year. Like everything kind of snowballing.
1: <laughs> yeah, unintended Pun
0: intended. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so like you say, it's a really good idea to get a really fresh perspective on things. Yeah. But today, let's get into our time management tips.
1: So for our first tip, we really want you to get understanding and identify your strengths and weaknesses. So think about everything you do day to day, like what are you good at or like doing and what are you not so good at or don't like doing? So you can identify these strengths and weaknesses in both your business life and your personal life. So what are you good at within your business? So this could be like marketing, emails or the delivery of your like products or services. These things, these things can be big or small. It really doesn't matter as long as you believe that you're good at it or you enjoy doing these things. Also think about what you're good at in your personal life. So, like, are you a people person? Do you enjoy making those connections with other people? Um, Not just, you know, your clients and your customers and things, but just as a person, do you like making those connections with other people? So think about the qualities you have as a person as well as the tangible things that come with it. So using these strengths and weaknesses, you can kind of figure out where to spend more of your time. Yeah. So spend that time doing the things you're good at as it then gives you the opportunity to delegate those other tasks you don't enjoy or you're not so good at, but we'll touch a bit more on delegating a bit later. We
0: certainly will. <laughs> I think strengths and weaknesses is a really important one because like you say, I feel like a lot of people get so caught up in thinking, oh, I'm not good at this, I need to get better at this. Mm-hmm. But if you're already good at something and you have these strengths that that you practise day in, day out, why not spend more time developing those rather than kind of putting that to the side and focusing on something that you're not so good at or. Yeah,
1: and get really strong at the stuff yeah. that you are good at.
0: It's not to say that you shouldn't try and acquire any skills or anything like that. I think it's just when you're thinking it, at it from a time management perspective, you want to spend more time doing what you're good at. And when you're good at something, you tend to enjoy it. Yeah. Not all the time, but I find... When I'm good at something I like I enjoy it and when I enjoy something I'm good at it. Yeah. And like you say, you can start to delegate the things you don't enjoy, which is the whole part of being a business owner.
1: Yeah, I think as a as a business owner, I think we tend to think that we need to be good at everything at like every aspect yeah. of our business. And not gonna lie, there are people out there who will do things better than you. There always will be. And I think that as people, when we play to our strengths, we can then go on to, like we said, delegate our weaknesses to other people who will do it a lot better than us.
0: Yeah, and I think when we get so caught up at being good at everything or trying to be good at everything, that's the point where you get burned out because yeah. you're juggling so many plates, you're wearing so many different hats, both personally and professionally and in your business and everything. So narrowing down what you're good at and what you enjoy is kind of the best way to save time. Mm-hmm. and you know still enjoy what you do
1: yeah completely
0: so moving on uh the second tip we have is to kind of set yourself some limits so this is another great way to improve time management skills and when i say setting yourself some limits it's kind of um setting time limits for certain tasks i know this is something i've definitely done in the past so you may notice that when you set when you set time limits for certain tasks you might notice that things are taking you a lot longer than you'd like or than you'd expect Mm -hmm. so when I first started out in the industry and doing blog writing and things like that I would spend so much time doing one blog because I was like it needs to be perfect it needs to have this that and the other but really nothing is perfect like done is better than perfect like we always say so I then would start setting myself a time limit I'd say okay spend X amount of time researching spend X amount of time planning, spend X amount of time writing it up and then publish it. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's also important to make sure these time limits are realistic in order to actually finish what you're trying to do. Like I wouldn't say, okay, I need to finish this blog in an hour because potentially I could do a blog in an hour, but... If I were to do a blog in that hour, it probably wouldn't be very good quality. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be very well researched. So it's about um, setting these limits realistically. I mean, maybe you're a bit like me and a bit of a perfectionist. <laughs> like, do you nitpick at your own work until it's as perfect as possible? I know I have used to... I still do it sometimes now. No, I do it all the time. I know you do it all the time. <laughs> well, that was going to be my next point. And I think it's so common not only with business owners, but also with creatives. Mm -hmm. Like within this industry, we're creative people. Like I'm creative, you're creative in so many different ways. So I think, and because creativity for me anyway, it's so personal, I want it to be as perfect as it possibly can be. Because your creativity, your outlet is your thing. You know, you want it to be good. And if you're presenting it to the world and you're putting it out in front of people, you don't want to be judged for that.
1: Yeah, and I definitely think setting realistic time scales is like that's a, such a good tip because I tend to overestimate myself. I think, yeah, like I'll say, Oh, it'll take me an hour, and then like two hours later, I'll still be there because I'm constantly like nitpicking yeah. what I can do better and things like that. Like, you don't want to get to the end of your time and realize that it's only half done, yeah, because you've spent all your time nitpicking. Like, I think just getting it out there as the be- best as you possibly can reviewing it but not like making so many changes to yeah. the point where you think it's perfect because i don't think anything's ever going to be perfect it's you're always going to find flaws and things Yeah. so i think setting those realistic timescales to actually get it done is such a good tip
0: yeah definitely and i think within the timescales like you say kind of reviewing what you're doing but one of the things that i always did and i did talk about this in a previous episode is to do it all first and then make the edits after. Yeah. Because when you're spending time making edits as you're going, that's taking up so much of your time. Whereas if you just get it all in front of you, you'll realise a lot of it probably doesn't need the edits that you think it does. Yeah. Because when you see your piece as a whole, whether it be a design or a piece of content or whatever you do, it often makes a lot more sense than when each section is on its own. So I tend to go through at the end and then make edits and it saves a lot of time. But if you are a bit like us and you're a bit of a perfectionist then it's gonna take up so much time like i've said remember that done is better than perfect i will keep drilling that because it's true but yeah like i said for example if you're writing a blog maybe give yourself however long it might take you so if if you're a bit less experienced it might take you a bit longer give yourself that extra time to do it but as soon as you've hit that end point stop yourself like don't let yourself keep going through and changing a load of things because It's going to take up even more time that you could be spending doing something more productive. Yeah. Basically. So moral of the story, (laughs) set yourself some time limits. Don't be going over, but make sure they're realistic.
1: Mm -hmm. So you've set yourself some time limits. You kind of realize how long things are taking you. Now it's time to start time blocking. Certainly is. So time blocking can help you organize all of your tasks and events so you can keep everything in order and keep yourself like in the now. So after figuring out how long each task will take you, write a list of everything you need to get done in a regular day or week, and how long these things will take you to complete. So with the time limits, you kind of already have an understanding of how long things will take you. So we recommend kind of planning weekly, just so it kind of allows you to be as in control as possible. So once you figure out how long tasks take you, you can start to block it out each day for the whole week. So then you're organised, you can kind of understand where your time is kind of going and what you're spending the most time on or the least time on, and where you want your skill sets to lie, really.
0: Yeah, and I, I think time blocking kind of goes hand in hand, like you said, with the time limits, because yeah. you're kind of setting yourself that limit, but it's also about consciously recording how long things are gonna take you. I know it's definitely helped me. I know one of the things that we do is with our 24-7 planner, we get people to plan out what their ideal week looks like Mm -hmm. and then what their actual week looks like. And we get them to time how long things take them. So then by doing that, you can start to see, hang on a minute, this is actually taking way longer than I actually (laughs) thought. So a social media post might take you like an hour, maybe, uh, but you think it takes you 20 minutes. So you think, oh, it's okay, I'll just sit down quickly and write this post or two. An hour and a half, two hours later. It's still there. You're like, oh, I've just used all this time right in the social media post that you could have been doing something else. Again, another example of where you could delegate. If that's not necessarily something you're good at or enjoy, or it takes you a lot of time, that's something you could delegate. But I think time blocking definitely allows you to, like you say, have a lot more control over your week, um, manage your time much more effectively, which is the whole point of it.
1: I think it keeps you motivated more than anything. Yeah because I don't know like exactly where my work is going Yeah. if you know what I mean like if I'm setting like time blocks like so this hour I'll do this and this hour I'll do that I'm quite competitive so it's almost like I'll be trying to beat the clock Yeah. so it keeps me like on my toes and like gives me like I, like we said before time scales and how long to do things and stuff but I think it's, it's so good to have that block of time dedicated to that one thing you can just completely focus on that and everything else is being pushed into the background and you can focus on that one thing because i don't know you could be doing that task later on yeah but you don't want to think about that right now because you're writing a social media post or creating a free resource it it kind of just makes you so focus and hone into that one thing that you're doing i think it's just really good to have that
0: yeah i think it gives you that clarity as well because i i know when my to-do list is just (laughs) spilling out of my notepad (laughs) that it's just like like mind-blowing i'm like where do i even start (laughs) but with the time blocking it gives me that clarity okay this is what i need to do then this it just helps me like i say manage time better but also organize things both on paper and in my head and just overall boosts a lot of productivity. Yeah. So another thing you can do to really help you with effective time management is to organise your tasks into different categories. So categorising all your tasks, categorising your to-do list, your never ending to-do list (laughs) uh, as a business owner will help you kind of prioritise what you need to do so you can get the more important or urgent things done first. So you can split your tasks into four main categories. These are urgent, important like to do and delegate so your urgent category are the things that should be a priority so clues kind of in the name yeah (laughs) it's an urgent task so these things should be at the top of your list it might be something with a deadline it might be a letter you need to do it might be a form you need to fill out it might be a contract you need to sign it might be a report you need to make or something like that maybe that's got a deadline or whether it be personal or professional then important, these tasks should also be a priority, but they might be less urgent. So there might be things that need to be done sooner rather than later, but don't necessarily have a deadline. Mm -hmm. So it could be maybe you spend a few hours or however long doing all your urgent tasks, and then you move on to the important tasks because they're still a priority, just less urgent. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Your like-to-do tasks are the things that you enjoy the most. So we mentioned this earlier. So this is again going back to the strengths and weaknesses. So thinking about what do you do day to day that you actually enjoy when you categorize your tasks into the things you like you can then focus on them more uh, than the things that you would delegate which is the fourth category (laughs) so with delegate it's about which tasks you maybe aren't so good at and maybe don't enjoy and who you can actually delegate them to so this is the flip side of like to do um so it's essentially just thinking what you have to do day to day that you don't enjoy, what takes up a lot of time. And when you're thinking about who you can delegate them to, if you have a team, it's about looking at their strengths and weaknesses and looking at their specific skill sets. Like you hired your team to do the job that you need them to do. So think about their strengths and weaknesses and who you can delegate to. And it might be outsourcing, but we're gonna get into that a little bit later. So organising and prioritising your tasks, uh, like I say, it will help you spend more time on the important things, the urgent things, or the things you enjoy most. Through delegating the things you don't enjoy, you'll be able to do more of the tasks that only you as the business owner can do. And that's the whole point, isn't it? Like (laughs) you you hire a team, you don't expect them to do all the things that the business owner should be doing. So by outsourcing, you can start to them yourself. And the more you delegate, the more time you should have, hopefully fingers crossed you would think wouldn't <laughs> you? Yeah. but it's about uh continuously growing but like i say we're going to get into that in a little bit so you could even start to step away and take some more time for yourself which is what most of us as business owners and as people and anyone really is what we're aiming for isn't it yeah i
1: think that's what we want at the end of the day
0: yeah like life is life and life life gets in the way
1: life does get in the way
0: life is life quote of the year, twenty twenty two put it in your mood boards guys um, but
1: this could be like
0: spending more time with your
1: kids yeah. or going on a holiday I wish or like taking the, taking the time to just pursue your hobbies yeah. at the end of the day I
0: mean it could be sitting on the sofa
1: yeah with like a cup of hot chocolate well, the, hot watching shocking. Christmas films. yeah
0: whatever it is that you enjoy to do you can start to do more of those things
1: so our last tip last but not least what we've basically seeded this whole episode <laughs> is delegating those other tasks yes it is so once you know your strengths and weaknesses and you've found out how long tasks usually take and you've prioritised them it's always a good idea to start delegating Certainly is. so like Harry said before make sure you're identifying your employees areas of expertise so their strengths and weaknesses what they're good at what they're not so good at Like we said earlier, there are different people who will be good at different things. So make sure you get like a good understanding of what each person is good at.
0: And what they enjoy doing as well. Yeah. Because if there is the freedom there to give tasks to the people that enjoy them, then why not take advantage of that? Obviously, if you have a bit of a smaller team and you (laughs) have to be giving things that they might not enjoy necessarily as much as other things, then, you know, that kind of is what it is.
1: Yeah, and I think there's a reason why we fell into our job roles, really. I remember Joe sat like all of us down when there was a slightly bigger team, and we kind of said what we like to do, what we enjoy, what we might be good at, what we've got experience in, and I think that's where our job roles really shone. Yeah. You, You enjoyed English, you were good at it, you've written before, you've written song lyrics, like we said. I'm don't blow my own trump or anything but i'm quite good at art i like that graphic design side of it i'm quite an art degree oh my god <laughs> i'm quite techie and i think yeah she kind of asked us what we would like to do and that's what we do now yeah it, it, it worked
0: and if you have the room and the facilities to do that in your business and take advantage of it because yeah at the end of the day if your employees are enjoying what they're doing and they're they're a good fit for that job role then it's going to help productivity yeah. it's going to help them feel more confident it's going to improve workflow and workplace relationships the benefits are endless
1: yeah so utilize their unique skill set so those skills you may not have yourself but you will then know that the job is being done efficiently and to a great standard
0: yeah and i think it's about learning to dare i say give up that control because <laughs> i know a lot of business owners are Maybe control freaks, uh in Harry, the you're not even possible. a business
1: owner and you're a control freak. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know a
0: lot of people, correction, are control freaks. Um He's
1: got a to do list and half of it is Chris to do. Chris to do. I have
0: to remind myself, I'm gonna give you the list later. <laughs> got stuff to do. Um
1: Yeah, but it's all about relinquishing that control and trusting that people can take over stuff that you may not be good at yourself or you you may not enjoy.
0: Yeah, I mean, you hired them to do the job for a specific reason because you don't enjoy it or you're not good at it. If they're good at it and they enjoy it, then let them do the job. Don't don't be a helicopter manager. (laughs) We don't want none of that. Don't be (laughs) a micromanager. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, Jo hates micromanagement. Do you know, that was one of the first things I learned about Jo. That
1: she's not a micromanager. She
0: hates hates micromanaging.
1: Yeah, I, I remember in my interview, She was like, is there anything you don't want from me? And I was like, I really do not like micromanagers. And she was like, girl, same. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, but I think really understanding where your employees' strengths and weaknesses lie is like one of the most important things about a team.
0: Yeah, and I think it's not necessarily just about employees. Like maybe you don't have a team. We're kind of under the assumption that you have a team, but there's also lots of other avenues you can take when you're looking to outsource. It might be a freelancer, or it might be an OBM, or a VA, mm-hmm. or something like that. There's so many options and opportunities when you're looking to delegate that can help you. And again, consider the same things. You're gonna, if you're looking for a certain job to be done, you're gonna look for a freelancer or a VA who has that area of expertise. Yeah. you know, People will come to me for blog writing, People come to you for designing. People come to us for website building. Mm -hmm. That's our area of expertise. So people want to outsource that to us because that's not where their personal skills lie.
1: Yeah, and I think people at the moment, especially because we moved online during the whole pandemic and everything, people are making businesses out of anything.
0: 100%.
1: Like people on TikTok are making money off managing email inboxes. Yeah. Like there are always going to be, there always is going to be someone out there that can take certain tasks off your hands. Because they have expertise in it. Yeah. Like my dad just sent me an eBay link to people selling like phone boxes. Not the phone, but the phone boxes. And they're making a living out of it. Oh my God. See, anything. Anything
0: can be business. Anything. But
1: there are always going to be people out there that have a wider or a different skill set to you. And that's not a bad thing. Exactly. Utilise them to the best of your ability.
0: It's the same way that you would go and find a plumber to come and fix your pipes. I'd find a plumber to come and fix my pipes. I don't know the first flaming thing about electrics, plumbing, handyman work. I don't even know what you call it, like trades and building and stuff. Yeah, I don't I ain't know got either. a clue. So I'm going to go and find someone with that air of expertise <laughs> to come and do it for me. That's me outsourcing. Yeah. Because I can't do it. No. You know? So, yeah. But the more you develop your time management skills, the more control you'll be able to have over your business and your personal life. And I think time management is such an underrated thing. Like I like I say, everything kind of snowballs. There's so much going on mm-hmm. all the time. We kind of forget to step back and look at how we can make it a bit more convenient, make it easier, and time Streamlined. management. Streamlined. Yeah, and time management is the way to go.
1: Yeah, remember, the Christmas period is about more than just giving to others. Yeah. It's about taking time for yourself to understand how to get as much out of your time as possible doing the things that you really want to be doing. 100%.
0: Well said, Christina.
1: Thank you. Not my name, but thanks so much. You're
0: welcome, Christina. <laughs> so, um, I think that is all we have for this week's episode. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us again for another week. Really hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for joining us. It's been very
1: good. It has been. I've great. enjoyed it. Hope Talking you put about some of managing your time. Yes.
0: Hope you put some of these tips to the test. <laughs> um, and yeah, all our social media links as usual, all our contact details will be in the show notes. And do not forget, we are holding an SEO workshop on January 12th, 2023, where we're gonna go through SEO, search engine optimization, everything, everything, everything. I'm not gonna babble on about it again, but <laughs> the link to that will also be in the show notes. Um, and You can find all the information on the Eventbrite page. So,
1: thanks guys. Yeah,
0: we'll see you next week.
1: See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.